this is a special edition of Nobody's Listening Podcast. That means it's going to suck, so deal with it. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 22, brought to you on May 26, 2007. I'm one of your hosts, James, and my brother is not here. He is in Phoenix, enjoying himself and unable to locate a working internet connection. And so, we are going to bring you a special edition of the podcast, and uh, it's a previously recorded segment that David and I did with my sisters, Leanne and Amy, both of which you've heard uh, on previous episodes, Amy being uh, the subject of one of our episodes, We Hate Amy, and then uh, Leanne being one of... uh, she was, I think, stranded on a clothesline at one point in one of our stories. So anyway, all right, so we're going to play that, and then we're going to come back with some email and voicemails, uh, and that'll be our show for this week. So I'll see you on the other side. It's the featured story. How you doing, guys and girls? This is Nobody's Listening, a podcast where we tell our funny stories from our life and hope you'll do the same. Hopefully. This is recorded on, what is today? Saturday, April what? April. March. March 31st? March 31st. 30th. 30th. Anyway, this is uh, Nobody's Listening special edition it is the 31st, dadgummit. That's what I said. No, liar. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, James Kinnison. Mm-hmm. My brother's here. David and also, Kenison. since it is special edition, we have two siblings here, <laughs> our sisters, Leanne and Amy. So say hi, guys, girls. Hi, guys. <laughs> and they are smart Alex, as you can tell. Uh, anyway, I am James. I'm the oldest. And then Leanne is the second oldest. Old. So say, Leanne, say your name. Le- Leanne. <laughs> that way people can associate oh, your voice. This with- is my voice. My name is Leanne. And then, and then it's Amy. This is my voice. And then there's Jonathan. I hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's not here, unfortunately. Yeah. And then and then there's David, and yeah. you know David. You know so anyway, we're going to do a little half-hour show. we miss you. We miss you, John. I want to get you Skyped in. Shout out to Jonathan. John, John, the, the sand ninja. That's what we call him on the show. <laughs> Many of you on the forums and stuff and our fans have asked to hear from some of the siblings that we've mentioned some of our sh- uh, in front of some of our shows, so we wanted to give them an opportunity to speak. And so uh, which one of you guys want to go first? They, have each, they each have their own story. Leanne would like to go first. Leanne's the <laughs> oldest. She said. So I'm going to step back and be a, a leader oh. and let you go first, You're Amy. You're so kind. <laughs> All right, what we're going to do today is tell a story. All right. Um, what am I? I'm, I thought you were going to intro, David. No, no, we no, already no. intro. We're good. It's over. Okay. Um, when I was little, <laughs> so when I, I should have rehearsed this. <laughs> go first, Leanne. Oh, well, okay, I'll go first. My okay. story. This is Leanne. This is Leanne. <laughs> I'm me. And um, my story only involves, unfortunately, me and Amy. Ah, boo. So, I heard this one, and so. we're new, so nobody cares. <laughs> well, you know, the boys were probably, Jonathan and David were probably around. But we used to go visit um, our grandma's house. Ginga? Who happened to be named Ginga. G-I-N-G-A, baby. 
Yeah, because that's because James couldn't say grandma when he was little, and that's he's right. the oldest, so he said Ginga, and that's what she's called. It was he cute. Still does that. Yeah, even though she's <laughs> been gone for a long time, I still scream her name. <laughs> Ginga, why did you leave us? <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ginga, Ginga, and Papa Bill had this really cool like carport slash garage. Papa that just Bill was kept Ginga's going. lover. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. <laughs> they were married. They were married. They were husband and wife. Anyway. Okay. Were um, they married? <laughs> they were married. They lived married. together for 20 years? <laughs> they were married. We assume. We assume. We really don't know. They Nobody ever rings. actually showed us a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Does that hit a deep spot? Yes, okay. it does. But we're anyway, not going to bring that up. Me and Amy <laughs> decided to um, get on our roller skate. Mm. One day, those are things with wheels on the bottom. They're not inline skates; they're quads. Just roller skates with four wheels. So we're skating around around the mess and the dirt and the stuff. What were you skating on? On in the It was when it was still Genghis House, so it was very clean. So there was a big area of concrete where they would park the cars. Remotely clean, anyway, enough to skate on. Cool. And um, we had a ball. It was so fun skating around. In we had a real ball or we had fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, well, it was so fun that we decided to um, fall down on each other. <laughs> I think uh, I think Amy fell first and tripped me, and I fell too, and I landed on her. On purpose. And we laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that we wet our pants. <laughs> and I was sitting on Amy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a theme this time. So, um, you know, I got the better end of the deal. And, um... And I got the bad end of your deal. So then we had to go. Was there a puddle on the grass? Oh, yeah. On me. I soaked it up. It was a soaking puddle. It was a human puddle, Amy. I always had a puddle. Let me ask you this, Dave, real quick. Do guys do that? Do we laugh ourselves to we pee? I, I've heard women do that, but the guys do this. I, I've heard probably the extreme never... of us guys was passing the, the wind on each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, we fart when we but when we don't laugh put too much. liquids. No. of the bodily function. You laugh oh. hard enough, you pee a little. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful about. That. <laughs> Notice Amy's not laughing now. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to keep a straight face. I just had some coffee. <laughs> Okay, so what else? Is there any more? That's pretty much the climax right there. Oh my gosh. Oh. This was the same location that the uh the flying um flying go kart happened. happened. Yes. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Sure <laughs> do. Do you want to comment on that? Because these people When you did it? Yeah, when I flew on the side of the tree. <laughs> the ramp route. Up Just that ramp. you broke it and mom will never forgive you. She still she talks still about still talks that? about that. <laughs> Boo. She does. Uh, Every she, time I talk to her, she cries. <laughs> <laughs> she the listens to the show. It was. Yeah, she does. So be careful. Okay. Well, that was excellent. So. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, we, I have a story. We're going to do a recap song, Dave. I'm okay. just letting you know. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Amy. All right, my name is Amy. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. My name is, uh, my name is Amy. And I, um, I'm five. <laughs> 
Just going back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I was 18, I moved out of the house. Oh, God. Are you really telling this? Oh, one? I'm doing it, Dave. Is There's it like, a thing. Is it like a liquid day or something? Yeah, oh, yeah, you got some liquid stories. All right. So, uh, anyway, I moved out of the house. Never had many nice shampoo-type products in my life. <laughs> so the first thing I did, got me some shampoo. <laughs> She's all to herbalist. And we're talking... Herbal. Like four dollars a bottle. Smell man. good. She threw down some. <laughs> it's not swap. <laughs> no swap here. Oh, we gosh. want some real. No odor. big Sam's one <laughs> right. gallon jug right. of thirteen million with a I can pump on the top. Pick it up myself. Okay. <laughs> so with we're one hand. Go from there. Uh, so I had shampoo, matching conditioner. Oh. Matching, not the cheapest matching. <laughs> So high grade matching. They when do. I move back in the house, I have all this great stuff. Long story short, anyway, no, no, you I, can't make a long story short. <laughs> can't make a short story long. <laughs> we hated Amy. I had, yeah. This song goes back. You always well, hated well, me. Well, do, do you do you want me to tell you why? I, oh, why we? Okay, up well, to tell this them point. what happened, and then see. I'm going to tell, gonna tell what happened, happened right. and then I want to hear your side okay, of the story because okay. we've never. Okay, that's another session. <laughs> okay, hold um, back, Okay. Um, so anyway, I moved back into the house later on in life, a couple months, <laughs> and I brought my shampoo, because let me tell you, I used it sparingly. <laughs> it's like, it like one of those things where you, you come from a family of five kids, so you don't have a lot of yes, stuff. Yes, Not So your own anything stuff. that's yours, you it's it. magic. It's it's just a little bottle of frankincense and myrrh, <laughs> and you're so excited about it, so... So you gave it to David. <laughs> I did not, however, give it to David. I, I did, the however, make the mistake and of reference. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I gave it to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting in. No. Why did you give me? So I, I leave it in the bathroom. I did, do make the mistake of leaving it in the bathroom. I don't remember why David was angry with me, but apparently he For was. For moving home and. Stealing. Ruining my life. <laughs> wow, a lot's coming out you today. You took over Okay, again. so what happened was, David... We were free. <laughs> we were. Emptied himself. <laughs> David peed in, his, in, in her my shampoo. Because he was mad. And I... Capped it off. I actually had the bottle ready in the shower to wash my hair. I squeezed <laughs> said bottle into my hand, as one does when they wash... Their hair. <laughs> and what used to be herbal essence <laughs> was now essence of David. <laughs> and it was a little more liquid than I'm used to. It had kind of an acidic quality, quality to Did it. Did you taste it? <laughs> well, seeing that I don't usually taste shampoo, that was not on my mind. It did, however, run through my fingers. God. And the only thing that saved David was my nakedness. <laughs> so, David. Well, the thing was, me and Amy always, uh, there's friction in our relationship. See, and I remember there, there was being no bounce. friction between me and Jonathan, not me and David. But yeah. Well, the thing is, David like, obviously had this secret hatred. No joke. Well, of me. Well, the thing is, when me and Jonathan, or when me and Amy were friends, her and, <laughs> her and Jonathan weren't. We definitely did the teaming. Yeah. Because I, I would switch back and forth between you and Jonathan and James yeah. and Leanne. 
Well, of course, the whole, mostly they didn't like me either. <laughs> well, we never liked you. But uh, the whole reason uh, that that I uh, loathed Amy to the point of relieving myself <laughs> in a $4 bottle of shampoo, uh, I uh, didn't want to wash dishes that night. And Mom wasn't home. She was out floozing around. Oh, my gosh! At work. <laughs> But we have to edit that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, Amy told me to wash the dishes. I was like, no, Mommy, here, you're not the boss of me. You have so a different dad. I moved dad. back in and instantly took charge. Yeah. I, I like that about me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I had to wash the dishes, and I was like, what can I do to Amy that it won't happen instantly, <laughs> but it won't happen, like, consequences are, like, a week away. <laughs> And lo and behold, I just <clears throat> go to take a shower. You know, I guess it's the next day she found out. So I was like, ha ha, she hasn't found out yet. And hopefully she'll... Because I don't what? shower often. <laughs> hopefully she <laughs> she uh, she will uh, come to the realization that there's urine in her shampoo after she washes her hair. No, because <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. But it didn't happen, so that was the reason why I... Uh, so was there any repercussions? I mean, after you got out of the shower? I, think I mom, told mom... Did mom laugh? Mm. Yes, she yeah. she See, laughed. She wasn't happy that I had the shampoo in the first place. We had two place. different parents. I'm telling that's you. the problem. Is that David was a spoiled brat? Yes, Ooh. he was. I was the baby, and, and so she laughed. <laughs> Everything and David I mean, did. She said, like, cute. If I had peed in either of your shampoos, even as you the, would have the boss, died a slow and painful death. I would have been killed. Yes. Moreover, larger than if you had peed in mine. Absolutely. Because mom would have kind of because been you're the oldest. Blah 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 blah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm glad you guys. You know, it wasn't easy being the favorite. You know, I I I know. I'm glad that you realized that. (laughs) It was tough for me, and I struggled. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I was the next favorite. (laughs) David, you were always the favorite. Don't play. I was the quiet one. Uh. What happened? (laughs) <laughs> Get the guitar out. Let's do the recap song. You guys, we do a recap song if you've heard the podcast, and we would like you to participate in any way that you feel necessary. But we always recap the stories, and since we're creeping up, uh, we got 16 minutes. You want to talk about something else? And podcast, the, the, the recap song uh, takes a long time sometimes. So, yeah, reach through, find a pick. Penny. This episode is brought to you by the Kennison family. Uh, two of the people decided they didn't like their last name and they changed them. We won't tell you what they are in case there's stalkers out there. But, right. uh, True them. that. True that. Our husbands would be sad. Ooh, baby. David, that's a little loud. La da 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 Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. I'm glad you didn't make no gravy to pour over the stories that you told. (laughs) The recap song guaranteed to make you pee a little. So I didn't know that, Dave. So now we're gonna have to we're gonna ramp back. We're gonna ramp back on the story so our female listeners don't accidentally. Embarrass themselves in public. Hopefully not. Okay, what was our first story about? It was about... Oh, yeah. Be careful when you fall. Careful. On me. When you're laughing, you might be. 
involved Cause I can say I'm 33 And up to this point I've never experienced female pee Yeah, yeah Hatred's here, James. I feel it. Well, anyway, guys and girls, unless you have anything else to say, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope everybody enjoyed our special edition of Nobody's Listening. listening. I do you? have one. Okay. <laughs> David? Amy? Ooh, it's coming out now. I hate you, too. <laughs> and I don't appreciate a whole devoted I hate Amy session. That, James does the sub... You know, you can blame it on James all you want, but the reality James, of James, it is okay. that... James does that. You wrote the letter. You did. <clears throat> Jonathan probably spelled it because you can't, but you I, wrote it. I, I and more than anything, it hurts. this. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, that was recorded probably about two months ago in anticipation of uh, a week that David and I wasn't able to do the show. We always want to bring you uh, something, at least a little something every week, even if it can't be the full show. We've got a lot of emails this week, so let me jump into them. This one is from Sam Sneak. He says, I just found your podcast. thought I'd give it a try. You guys crack me up. Started with episode 18, and I have since downloaded and listened to all the episodes. I love the recap songs, and your stories remind me of my childhood. He says, anyway, I'm writing this because I listened to the fifth episode, the one with the torture chamber, and I was reminded of some of the crap we tried with my sister. I'm 10 years older than my youngest sister, and she was premature and still very small for her age. And he says he probably stunted her growth. At six years old, um, her small size made her the perfect test subject. just want to say, Sam, you are you are a heartless, heartless man. Uh, we... 
We're just now starting to tell my mom some of the stuff that we did. My favorite memory was the time we used my little sister as a human tetherball. We used to have a little flagpole in our front yard, and my sister used to have one of those life jackets with straps that went down between your legs and had a handle at the head. So we put her bike helmet on her and hooked up the life jacket bundled to the uh, to the rope and the flagpole, and I guess you could pr- probably imagine what came next. The funniest part is when we got bored of batting her around the flagpole, we decided to run her up to the top. Well, my mom was just one in the, in the upstairs bedroom, just happened to look out the window and see her little baby in a life jacket and a bike helmet at the top of a flagpole. <laughs> Needless to say, she wasn't very impressed. We still laugh about the look on her face. And so um, they said another time they uh, talked to her little sister into climbing the washer and wrapping her arms and legs around uh, the agitator in the middle of the washer. She uh, then I held down the button so that it would spin the lid, spin the lid up, and we started her on a spin cycle. <laughs> Don't worry, she had her bike helmet on again. Man, did she get dizzy! <laughs> you know that's not even right. I, you guys outdid us by a thousand miles. Your poor little premature sister in a bike helmet. Uh, why did she have a bike helmet so easily? available i i think i know because she had you as a brother but anyway that's good stuff here's one um that i've been waiting to read from connie she says uh since david's moving to the uk soon she wants to discuss odd eating combinations so her husband went to london and her on her honeymoon and uh, she imagines that i would want her to say london because of a previous episode we are spending our honeymoon in london uh, anyway, they stayed at a bed and breakfast. Every morning, the waiter, uh, waitress in the breakfast room would ask us if we wanted orange juice or cornflakes, which she thought was really odd because they're not even in the same food group. On their third day there, she finally summoned up the courage to ask for both. She says the waitress looked at her like she had grown a horn out the top of her head. Uh, she did bring it to me, however, and I enjoyed the Breakfast of Champions. And, you know, that's not really funny when you first read it. I guess it's one of those you had to be there. But my wife and I started talking about this, and we really got a kick out of it. Because <laughs> do you want orange juice or cornflakes? That's like asking somebody, do you want to wear pants or a shirt? Um, do you want to wear socks or underwear? You know, I, I'd like both. I'd like to be fully dressed. I'd like to have a real breakfast. Um... So anyway, that's really hilarious. So all this week, you guys need to go around and think of or things like that. That you know, would you like to drive or would you like to have gas in your car? You know, I don't know. That one's not a good one, but you could do better. Uh, she also says that um, her husband spent a year in, in England for college, and he stayed at an international house, whatever that is. Around here, we add of pancakes at the end but anyway she he says uh she says he was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a non-american resident there had to leave the room because the sandwich grossed her out so there you go americans um then all right we've got one from jojo not jojo the christian clown jojo's actually her name she wrote in about a sailing incident at a girls camp that she went to um, they taught the girls how to sail in little sailboats and uh, told them some areas not to go into. And uh, her and two friends got into this boat and immediately the wind randomly just started throwing them all over the lake. 
of course, it directed them directly to the swampy area that they were told not to go in and promptly flipped the boat over. They, as many times as they tried to pull different ropes and change the rudder and all that stuff, none of it worked. The boat flipped them out. Uh, um, they, they're up to their knees in shallow water and mud. Uh, eventually, uh, you know, obviously the counselors are yelling at them, screaming at them. And they uh, they lose their flip flops. They get back into the boat. They start to try to go back toward the dock. And I've been in that situation because once you flip out of a canoe or a boat at camp, it's over. You don't even think about I want to continue my thirty minutes. You know, my turn. It's like you've automatically forfeited. And it's not even anything a, a leader would do to you. It's just like the funds out of it. So anyway, they start trying to head back to the dock. The wind kicks up again and promptly uh, sends them hurling toward the roped off swimming areas where there are five and six year old little girls learning to swim. Uh, luckily the rudder on the bottom of the boat stopped them from, uh, you know, careening into the heads of small frightened children. Uh, but a life, a life jacket, a life, uh, guard had to go underneath the boat and, uh, release them from the rope. Well, anyway, long story short, the wind would randomly pick up and go down and pick up and go down, and they had to try to park this boat into a certain little slot, and because they were so far... By this time, everybody else had finished their turns. They were all heading toward the dinner uh, mess tent, whatever, and it just took them 900 years to get parked back in the front, and... um and and so they had to walk all the way across the camp without their shoes, and it was just uh, rocky and stony, and it was just terrible. They had uh, wet hair, muddy hair, horsefly bites all over their arms, and angry counselors behind them. And all I could think of when I was reading this was that scene in the original Parent Trap, where the two Haley Mills and Haley Mills are walking toward their secret, uh, you know, the isolation tent, I guess is what they call it. And all the other girls, for some reason, took it upon themselves to follow behind them whistling a little song that's right there's your recap song for today okay the last thing i'm going to read today is from a uh joe smur and um he wrote in a random submission that he sent into wikipedia that i thought was pretty funny um, it's not hilarious, but it's pretty funny. He's, he, he put a entry in the what is blue cheese, um, part of Wikipedia. And here it is. Blue cheese is not actually just eaten for the joy of consumption. It is a net, it is necessary for human existence. Blue cheese was original blue ch- ease. And it literally eases the blooch. Now you may ask, what is a blooch? The blooch is an internal organ located between the small and large intestine. It is responsible for producing some, if not all, of the bacteria in one's large intestine that transfers water from consumed items to the body. When the blooch becomes inflamed, one will experience diarrhea and dehydration. Saline-based mineral waters such as Pedialyte work in similar ways as blue cheese. Of course, there are other foods that we consume that also ease the blooch. Blue cheese is the most common and effective. There you have it. Cat's out of the bag, and he's chowing down on some blooch cheese. Well, anyway, Wikipedia promptly took down his entry, but not before he emailed it to me. And then I forwarded it to everyone on my church staff. And 
you know what it is. You know the deal. Whenever you sent an email forward, it is true. That is what most people believe. I hate email forwards, but I was like, dude, I could send this and people will believe it. And sure enough, I got several responses from people. Oh, is this for real? I'm going to pick up some blue cheese tonight. I was thinking about serving some to my friend. Yeah, and I was writing back. I, I was just so tempted to write back and say, yeah, yeah, you're blue, man. Who would have known? <laughs> you got to take care of your blue <laughs> So anyway, tell somebody about the Bluch Ease um, <laughs> syndrome that is uh, plaguing America before they all um, have diarrhea and um, constipation at the same time. Uh, so that's all the time we have um, for mail. We're going to put V-mail at the end of the show. So we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. We'll check you guys out next week with a brand new episode 23 with David and James this time. So um, until next week, no matter what anybody says, no matter how many downloads we have, no matter how many emails and vmails and iTunes reviews prove otherwise, the truth is and will forever remain, nobody's listening. Max Haskell. Uh, as you know, I'm from Cape Cod, and the weather's getting a little better over here. So um, I was at the beach, and I was sitting at this, uh, sitting down minding my own business on my threes company beach towel, and uh, this guy comes out of left field and starts asking me questions about where I got my bathing suit. I told him it was none of his business, started smacking him around the face with a jellyfish, and uh, I realized I might have gone a little too fast, so I bought him some new water shoes. All right, so uh, I'll talk to you guys later, and I hope you have a good week. I've only been to Florida once. Hi, this is Ree. I love your podcasts. They're absolutely awesome. I've joined your forums and put myself on the map thing. Um, And I have got a story for you. And this happened to me when I had just started high school. That's Scottish high school, so I was 12. And, um... I went to a music lesson and when I came back to science the classroom was empty and having just started this big school which was so amazing and shiny and terrifying at the same time and when I came back to the classroom everyone was gone but all their coats and bags were still there and um, I had no idea what to do so I decided to just sit there and wait until they came back. So after about 15 minutes, still no one had come back. And um, I still just sat there and hoped that they would come back. Until finally, the teacher from the next room just popped her head in and said, uh, yeah, they went to F10. So um, basically... I walked into F10 where my class had gone for no apparent reason and found out that they had done loads of work and I got it all for homework, which 
wasn't a very good start to the term or the year even. So yeah, hope you enjoy that story and keep the podcast coming. Bye. Hey David, hey James, this is uh, Josh out here in Utah, Stalkers. Uh, just got you listening to episode 21. And, uh, dude, I think that your parents and, and my parents read the same parent, like, Parenthood Today magazines because their forms of correction were, are very similar. Uh, the promise of a spanking, uh, was, um, at, in my family as well. And, uh, one, one time, uh, I got a brand new pair of shoes, absolutely, uh, muddy. And, uh, my dad warned me not to do that. And, uh, I didn't listen and, you know, and so he, he promised me. And the thing is, my dad's a Pentecostal preacher. So, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't just like say that he, you're going to get a spank and he'd like prophesy. It's like, on the seventh hour of the seventh day, thou shalt reap what thou hast sown, you know. And, and so, uh, uh, pretty much at the end of the day, I, uh, after doing, uh, many chores that I just felt led to do, you know, just out of the kindness of my heart, you know, uh, I, uh, I decided to go to bed early. Have you ever done that? Or you're just like, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed so that they're like, man, I gotta give this kid a spank, and oh, shoot, he's asleep. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm in bed, and, uh, my dad gets home late at night, and I'm, I'm not sleeping, obviously, because until he goes to bed, I'm, I'm done, I'm, I ain't closing my eyes. And, Sure enough, I hear him hear him come in, and that sucker throws off the covers and gave me gave me what he promised. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he just like whoops me and just goes, "Okay, good night," and and that was that. So anyway, that's my story. Hey, uh, just so you know, guys, if you're if you're ever feeling a little bit underappreciated, uh, you guys are amazing, and, and I real I really do appreciate. I mean, you're you're doing an amazing thing here, and. Uh, uh, you, you get me through many work days uh, whenever I'm just tired and I just want to go home. And, and uh, so I appreciate it. Anyway, uh, until next week, Rocha. Hey, guys. Um, I'm a week late in responding to this because my, uh, this John, my computer was down, so I didn't get to episode 20, the embarrassing stories or embarrassing show until uh, a week late. But uh, I got a story. I don't know if you want to put it out or not, but... <laughs> it goes along great with your uh, your theme of uh, what you're talking about. It's a embarrassing story, and it's a French kissing story. This is the first time that I had ever, you know, experienced the whole tongue-in-the-mouth thing, too. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, I was like 8th grade, ninth grade, whatever, at this uh, party, thinking I'm like the champion. And uh, my buddy's like, so what's it like, dude? What's going on, man? You're like... You know, tell me about it. And they're like, yeah, dude, I frenched your face off, man. And that comment lived with me until I graduated from stinking high school. So, yes, that was the embarrassment that never stopped. So, I thought, uh, thought you'd like to hear that. All right, see ya. Hello, nobody's listening. This is JoJo the Christian Cloud, and I may be a little late, but I wanted to call with a very embarrassing story of my own. As you know, I am a minister of the gospel called to spread the, 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 the laughter of, of the Holy Ghost to everyone that I meet. Uh, I was at a, uh, a mall one time. I was 
I was doing an impromptu two clowning episode, and the security guards came and took me from the building. And as they were dragging me, I noticed that one of the men had a very strange cologne on. And I said, uh, sir, um, could you let go of my arm? And then I also said, um, sir, what cologne is that you're wearing? It's horrible. And he said, um, I'm not wearing cologne. <laughs> oh, I was so embarrassed as they threw me in front of that car that accidentally hit my head. But um, after I recovered and woke up in the hospital, I could not stop laughing at my own silliness. You know, the Lord allows these things to happen to keep us humble, and I'm so grateful for them. So as soon as this pain medication wears off, I might call you with some more stories. Okay, um, this is Jojo the Christian Clown. Be blessed. Hey guys, this is Lauren Mack from the forums. I actually just got done listening to your podcast. It's almost one in the morning, and I am completely awake because I'm graduating tomorrow night. So there's no way I'm going to sleep. Anyway, earlier today I uh, was sitting waiting to watch you guys record live. Only I got a phone call from my best friend's sister saying, "Hey, I'm having grad party for your best friend. It's a surprise, so you should come over." And I was like, oh, crap, because I really wanted to see you guys live since I am a new listener and I missed you last week. So I was thinking, well, I need to go get gas. So I went to the gas station, and I'm really mad that I did this because uh, I promised myself I would never do this since I started driving. Anyway, I was sitting in my car, I turned my car off, I put my iPod in my armrest to hide it from the sneaky people, and my phone rings, so I put my keys down, I answer the phone, and I hang up the phone after talking to my best friend's sister, and I open the door, I lock the door, I close the door, I go inside, pay, come back out, put my gas, go to open my door, and I can't open it because my stupid butt locked my keys in the car. So I just stood there looking around like, I can't believe I just did this. So I call my dad, and I'm like, hey, dad, funny story. I'm sitting here at the gas station, and I locked myself outside of the car. And he starts laughing, and he says, all right, I'll be right there. He takes about... 20 minutes to get to the gas station. We don't live that far away from the gas station. And I'm sitting there at this gas pump and people are lining up behind me, getting really mad and just glaring at me. And some people who are next to me are just like, why is this girl standing by her car and not leaving? And it's kind of embarrassing because my car already has like that car window paint on it saying, I'm a senior, class of 07, honk, and everyone's honking at me, and I was just really embarrassed until my dad came and I got to unlock my car. Anyway, thanks for all the funny times you've had me in class, because um, it's been really rough the last week while we do nothing. Anyway, thanks for that. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Abigail. Um, I just finished listening to your show, and you guys are, like, so cool. I love you guys. Um, so, right now I'm babysitting, and I just put the kids to bed. But um, I have a funny story about babysitting, and I thought you guys would enjoy it. Um, so, last night I was babysitting these other people, and they said they would be home around 11.30. So, I was 
So um, I was really tired. Like this week, I've been so tired. So, hey guys, it's Abigail Adder. I just tried to call you, but something weird happened. So I'll, I'll tell my story again. So I was babysitting last night, and um, the, the people said they would be home at around 11.30. I was really, really tired. So I had to take naps around 10. So I thought I would set my alarm for 11. They said they'd be home at around 11.30. So um, I thought I'd be awake when they got home. But it turns out that they got home half an hour early, so I was still asleep when they got home. So they started laughing at me, and that woke me up. And they were laughing me the whole way home when they were taking me home. So I just thought you guys would enjoy it. I can't wait for your next podcast. See ya. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. And I'd like to talk about embarrassing injuries. And actually, um, these are injuries that I got that were embarrassing the way I got them. Um, because I was in Taekwondo with my children, and I'm a brown belt stalker, so don't go stalking me. Anyway, um, so, you know, you have to punch and kick, and, and it's a contact sport. It really, it's, uh, it's not uh, just kicking in the air or anything. So uh, I also knit, like with knitting needles and yarn, and I was making a sweater for a friend's birthday, and... I wanted to get it done in time, so I'm knitting for long periods of time at a stretch. And because of the overuse of my wrist and the repetitive motion, I ended up I ended up um, injuring my wrist, and I had to wear a wrist brace. And all these people who knew I was in Taekwondo, they're going, "Whoa, you know, how'd you hurt yourself? You in a fight? You know, were you sparring?" I said, "No, I was knitting." And uh, Got a lot of strange looks about that. They didn't realize knitting was a contact sport. Um, during the same time, I was uh, being a little dolly domestic, ironing, and my sister called me up, and I'm talking on the phone while I'm ironing, and I put the phone between my ear and my shoulder. And uh, talking for a long time, I ended up hurting my neck. I, put, I think I put it out or something, and it really hurt badly. And so I had to call my chiropractor and go over to his office. And uh, he also knows I'm in Taekwondo. And he said, oh, did someone kick you in the head or something? I said, no, I was talking on the phone. So, yes, I, I get injured talking on the phone and knitting. Uh, I hope I'm not that unique and that someone else has done this. But anyway, thank you for letting me share for my odd and embarrassing injuries. Hey, James and David, it's Paul and Josh. Uh, Josh says hi. Uh, we are currently on a road trip to California, and we are going to be documenting the entire thing uh, via, via, nobody's listening podcast, even though I think that's the gayest name. I mean, dumbest name like ever, it. even though Josh likes it. Uh, we just got into the car. We stopped at Maverick Gas Station. I'm enjoying a Hot Pocket. Josh is enjoying a Fresca. Uh, we are currently leaving uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. More to come. Bye. Hey guys, uh, so me and Josh just left Starbucks in St. George, Utah, and and Josh doesn't want to talk about it because apparently, to quote him, they had to go back to the Battle of Hastings uh, in order to prove that he is a Starbucks employee uh, in order to get his discount. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, St. George, Utah, that's where we're at in the trip so far. Uh, more to come. Bye. All right, so we just left Las Vegas. David, you'll be happy to know. We stopped at In-N-Out Burger, my friend. I know it's been a while since you've had that, and you, of all people, know that it is the mecca of all burger joints. 
oh, Josh just gave a hallelujah for you boys. So anyway, uh, yeah, um, leaving Vegas uh, about four to five hours away from San Diego. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Later. Mordecai. 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 Methuselah. Other biblical heroes inserted here. Bye. Okay, so we just got into San Diego, and, that, and we passed some ninjas. So we're going to go up and try and talk to them. We're going to tell them that we're on a podcast. Hold on. Josh is running. Obviously, so am I. Hold on a second. One second. One quick moment. Hold on. Josh, don't ever do this. Hey, we're not sneaking up on ninjas. Don't kill us. We have a question. Will you talk to our friends there? They have a podcast that's all about ninjas, and so we're leaving them a message. Hold on. I'm going to put it on speaker. Somebody has to say something very ninja-like. Okay, guys, you're going to be on speakerphone. Say something very ninja-like. Anything. That you're going to kill me. Obviously, you are not in, in ninja mode because we can see you. So, I think they're silent, you fall. Yeah, but now no one's going to believe us. That no, we actually not, saw real-life ninjas. They're not talking. Can you at least punch me? We'll tell you where we were. Ooh. We just crashed a pirate party downtown. Oh. Ooh. So ninjas are anti-pirate. No, we're we're trying to bring together. together. Oh. Oh, you guys are like the UN representative. <laughs> right on. Yeah. You want to punch me anyway? Ninja and bad. Like ninja me? Not really. I'm not very tough, so it'll make you look really cool. <laughs> I made a ninja laugh. Three of them. Write it down. <laughs> All right. Well, now you know what? Kill him. Yeah. For no you guys have sweet ninja names. Ninja. Ninja. That's One through three. Know. Right on. Hi. 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 <laughs> All right, cool. Right on. Well, thank you guys for your help. I'm going to turn the speaker phone off. Hold on. Have a, wait. wait. Anything they want to say to America? Wait. Hold on. Okay, wait. You're back on speakerphone. America's listening to the voice of the ninja. Somebody represent. Somebody step it up. <laughs> Listen, the name of this podcast is Nobody's Listening. That's okay. the honest I name. Think, I think, yeah, that's the honest name. And I think that the amazing thing now is that ninjas are listening. I think this is going to cause the ninja nation, the NN, that something, I like uh, to call. Something most people don't know is ninjas are mammals. Okay. Versus Write it down. amphibians. Now, ninjas. Now. Get a pen. Now what? Get the phone out of our face or we'll kill you. All right. Well, there you go. You heard it straight from the ninja. Thank you very much, ninjas. Uh, yep, we're safe in San Diego because we are friends with ninjas, so they will protect us. Uh, maybe we'll keep you updated on the, on the drive home, but probably not. So there's your adventure. This is Josh. No, I'm Paul. And? I'm Josh. Signing off. Have a good night. Bye. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.